I want to talk to you a little bit about RecTech. Uh, RecTech is just this, just the greatest way. This is what you want to have on your back porch or your, your patio. If you like to smoke food or if you like to uh, grill food, you need a RecTech. It is built like a tank. I mean, it's really built like a 56 Buick. It's out of heavy steel. Um, it is um, high, high tech. Uh, it has automatic sensors that will keep the heat at a consistent temperature the whole time so it can start to rain outside or get cold all of a sudden and it will increase the heat on the inside it will tell you when your food is cooked perfectly i want you to go a b compare if you're looking for something that will help you really grill some great food smoke some great meat there's nothing that will compare to a Rectech. they've cut out the middleman and put all the extra money into the product so literally Price for price, pound for pound, there is no comparison. But check it out yourself, rectech.com. That's R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Rectech with a Q at the end, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com. Check it out. If we want to convince our friends and our neighbors and those who are just really good people and still vote for Democrats and don't see what's coming, we need to change our language. And there are two words that we have to stop using. And I'll give you the replacement word here. But it is vital. Not only is it an immediate game stopper when you use these words, I think, um, but it also is inaccurate and this is a new position of mine it's uh i think i've kind of become enlightened a little bit in the first hundred days of joe biden and i'll tell you about that in 60 seconds Uh, yes that would be me hey i want to talk to you about um relief factor jeffrey is from texas He's, the, you know, he runs his own auto detailing business. He rides a motorcycle. And by the way, he's 71. Jeffrey went through a period where it was hard for him to do any of that because severe knee and lower back pain. My mother always said, don't ride a motorcycle. Jeffrey, there you go. Everybody starts to get aches and pains when they age, especially when you live life to the fullest like Jeffrey does. But he wasn't going to take that lying down. So he tried Relief Factor, decided to give it a try, worked out for him, continues to work for him every day. He got his life back with Relief Factor, and you can too. Relief Factor, not a drug, but developed by doctors, and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95, so you have nothing to lose except your pain. I know I got my life back with Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com, 800-583-84. So last night, if you're watching my special live on Pluto or on the live Blaze TV uh, stream, 
You may have noticed some technical issues. Apparently, our broadcast partner experienced an outage up in the Northeast, and the show is available now on demand at blazetv.com and on Blaze TV YouTube. It will also re-air tonight at 8 p.m. on Pluto and Blaze TV. Um, by the way, if you're a subscriber, you always get the best deal because my live shows are always available right at 9 on demand. So we appreciate your support and uh, thank you so much for watching. If you missed it last night, I'll give you a little bit of recap, but um, it's a really important show, really important show. And I'm going to give you a couple of the highlights from last night's broadcast that I think you need to be aware of. Um, you know, because I've I've played the audio before, um, but uh, John Kerry has been talking to the World Economic Forum. Now, he's our climate czar who just got in trouble because, you know, he flew a giant, what, Global Express. Uh, so, uh, you know, so he could do his climate uh, work and added tons of carbon. When asked about it, he said, well, it's, I mean, I mean, people like me, this is the only choice. No, it's not. No, it's, it's really not. Well, he's busy, though. No, I know, and we're not. It's no. like, you know, it's like you're waiting. not busy. He is. It's like waiting for doctors. It really pisses me off. It, really, <laughs> I have to be there on time because mm-hmm. the doctor is so busy. I'm not. Right. Then you be on time too, Doc. It goes both ways. Be on time, mm-hmm. uh, and we're all busy. But they think that they're so important. They think that what they're doing is the most important thing. And so, and honestly, without them. What would we do? That's what they really believe. So here's what Joe. Uh, here's what Joe Biden's new um, climate uh, czar had to say uh, at the World Economic Forum. Listen, are we expecting too much too soon uh, from the new president, or is he going to deliver first day uh, on these uh, topics? Uh, the answer to your question is no, you're not expecting too much. And yes, it will happen. And I think it will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people might imagine. I will tell you this is true. I told you about a story yesterday about Coca-Cola and what they're doing with their attorneys. Uh, I was just looking up some things. I was Googling, you know, uh, businesses associated in putting a, co- a can of Coke on the shelf. And I was trying to just see how many how many businesses outside of the Coke family. Well, I found something uh, that was really interesting. It was the distributor, the Coca-Cola distributor in Europe. And it's uh, about a hundred page document. And it is all the Great Reset. They're already deep into this, deep into Mm. this. And they at one point in this document, they say, to justify our business license, we are doing X, Y, and Z in communities. To justify your business license? Wow. That's what's coming. Wow. Now, John Kerry, the climate czar, that is now a position that is on the National Security Council. He was speaking at the World Economic Forum on Biden's intentions for the Great Reset, the global plan to use coronavirus and climate change to change our societies globally forever. It is an oligarchy. Now, the video was, there was another video that I played for you uh, last night on TV. It was tweeted out by the World Economic Forum. 
then it was immediately deleted uh, after people started freaking out because I have up on the screen now the last phrase uh, frame of it. Uh, and it's about, you know, what life is going to be like in 2030 from the World Economic Forum. It tells all kinds of scary things. But then it says you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. And when you can think about that, you can wow. be like, oh, OK, I'm going to be happy because I'm not going to own a car. I'll take an Uber. Uh, maybe I, I won't even own clothes. It'll be rent the runway. Uh, I won't own my own house. You, you'll just be so much more free. Except the things that you're using are not free. You may not own them, but who does? If you don't own your house, you have a landlord. If you don't own your car, you have somebody that does. And it will be these giant corporations that will own everything. And so you will always be renting from these people because you can't have private property because there won't be private property anymore. Global corporations and the global elite are merging into one. Is this what you want for your children? Ownership shifting from the people to a co-op between big corporations and the government used to be something the left condemned. We all did. It's, it's where you get crony capitalism, and it is the reason why we hate government so much. It's how a politician can never, I mean, he never holds up real job. He starts when he's young. He has no money, no so-called outside um, interests, no, no other income coming in. And yet, after 50 years, an elected official, somehow magically, he becomes a multimillionaire. And so does the rest of his family. How does that happen? Well, the rest of the world accepts it. Eastern Europe, Russia, China, that's just the way things work. It's called an oligarchy. And Democrats are helping to use the Biden administration as the catalyst to shift power from you to them. It's really important that we explain this to our friends and family. The excuse to merge these businesses in government is the coronavirus and climate change. But progressives, see, this is where I, this is where I went wrong. Progressives in the 1930s, they were about Marxism, and we think it's about Marxism, but it's not. In the old days, the progressives, they used the Great Depression for their change. And there's a reason why the modern left idolizes FDR so much, and it has nothing to do with winning the war. It has everything to do with the New Deal. He orchestrated a catastrophic change in the American experiment. You remember when Doc told Marty... We can't go. We can't go back. And he took the chalkboard out and he had, he showed the timeline and it split off. So this 1985 is not the same 1985. Biff Tanner. Biff owns the casino. He's married to your mother, Lorraine. OK. We can go back to the original timeline. Marty couldn't, but we can the original timeline was to form a more perfect union, to set the maximum amount of people free with the minimum amount of control, to make sure that we took care of all citizens and we viewed all citizens the same. 
No matter their background, no matter what family they came from, no matter their job, no matter their wealth or their poverty, everyone was joined the same. And we had the same rights. Well, that was an experiment. Nobody had ever tried that before. And we're not doing it anymore, and we haven't done it. Back in 1933, the Great Reset was sold here in America as the National Recovery Administration. It's the old NRA, not the gun one. It's the old Blue Eagle. Private businesses, unions, and government, they all got together. And they got to de- together, and <laughs> we did our research on this, and we were amazed. Do you know why they got together? All in the name of fairness and equity. Not equality. Equity. Equality is we all have an equal shot. Equity means we all have an equal outcome. In 1933, he proposed a new public-private partnership where the federal government was able to tell business owners how much they could pay their workers, what they could or couldn't sell, and they had price controls. It was an unmitigated disaster. Supreme Court later declared it unconstitutional. But much of it was snuck in and changed America because of the Wagner Act in 1935. But I'm not bringing this up because it's already been tried and already been put into place in many places. And this is why we have such problems. I want to talk about plagiarism. I want to talk about how FDR engaged in plagiarism. Because somebody had already done this private business and government thing. And codified it in, into law five years earlier than he proposed it. It was called the National Council of Corporations. And it was established by Benito Mussolini. This public-private partnership is fascistic. It is fascistic. Now... I don't want to get into terms like socialism, national socialism, because socialists and communists and everything. Bernie Sanders and AOC and the Democrat, uh, the Democratic uh, Socialists of America, they're the only ones that are actually fighting for that. Everybody else is smarter and everyone else like John Kerry and, and, and Joe Biden, which I will show you here in a minute. They all know they're not working for national socialism. They know they're not doing that. They are working for an oligarchy. That's what, they, that's what they're actually building, where the elites fall into two classes, the billionaire CEOs and their corporations and the government collaborators who also get rich off of those companies. China is not a, China, uh, is not a communist country as we understand it. it. It was a new model. So you have the elites in the government And you have the elites that say, prove to me I should give you a business license. And if they comply with whatever those elites in the government say, well, then they get that business license. And of course, you're going to have to share the wealth just a little bit and help us out. Everyone else outside of those two classes, you're a subject. You're a consumer. For these corporations, you will consume. 1.3 1.3 billion people in China, they don't, it doesn't matter. They could live, die, they don't care. They're just consumers. Well, we were on this timeline, 
And what did we do? We believed in small government. The government shouldn't get involved in business affairs. Well, that all went out the window with FDR, with this private-public partnership idea. We believe we shouldn't get into foreign entanglements. Not only did we change that in World War I and World War II, we, went, we doubled down. Because we had the bomb, we never had a standing army ever. Because we had the bomb now, we said, whoa, 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 we have got to build this gigantic military and we will be the policemen of the world. But not only that, we're going to be the bankers of the world. You're all going to use our currency. You want to talk about foreign entanglements. You now have a global military and a global dollar. So we flush that down. And when we had the bomb, now what we have to do is we have to get the elites in universities to, to, to help us make new bombs. We need them to do science for the War Department. And we need the best economic minds in universities and we'll fund them on how to spend, spend, spend. And we need these great minds to advise our government on how to fix problems in our society. Because government now has to heal all. We took all of these things and we institutionalized them. We got off of the constitutional path of the smallest government that can hold safety for the biggest amount of free people. But there was somebody who spoke up, and I want to talk to you about that in one minute. Uh, Our sponsor this half hour is Timeshare Termination. If you bought a timeshare, you're probably really tired of getting screwed. I mean, it might have sounded like a good idea at the time. Maybe somebody in your life said you shouldn't do that, but they made a really good case. And you thought, you know, we're always going to love this. And now you're not using it or you can't use it when you want to. You're paying all kinds of maintenance fees for it. Uh, Call timeshare termination team. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are like, we'll help you get out. And they don't help you get out. This is a legal way to terminate your timeshare. Timeshare termination team dot com. 100% money back exit guarantee. So if you're not exit, if you don't have an exit at the end, you get all of your money back. And you can save 20% on this now if you call 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-438-8688, or go to timeshareterminationteam.com and use my name, Beck. You tell them that I sent you, and uh, you'll get 20% off now. Timeshare Termination Team. Dot com. 10 seconds station ID. So we played this for you, I think, late last week, the farewell address of the greatest military leader of the 20th century. Eisenhower, he's the guy who pulled off the D-Day invasion. He's the guy who went in and finally crushed Germany. Greatest military guy. He becomes president, and in his farewell address, because we're now having to have a standing army, 
He warns us. The guy whose whole life was dedicated to the military now says, hey, America, you need to watch out because we have to have a standing army now because of the bomb. This is going to change things. And he warned about what everybody is always knows, the military industrial complex. Well, that's not all he warned about. He wasn't warning just about Lockheed Martin. He was warning and he went in great detail, but you never hear this part of the speech. Great detail about our universities. Our universities are going to start chasing the money from the federal government. And so when there's money, they will change and they will not have honest questions anymore. They'll be trying to come up with the answer for the people that have the money. Be careful. Because not only are you worried about the universities and the the industrial complex, but he said a whole group of industries now are going to start to merge, in his words, in tech. And they will start to merge with the government. He was warning about an oligarchy. That's what he was warning about. I mean, if that's not Babe Ruth pointing to the fence and saying, I'm going to hit it here. How many government officials have gotten rich? How many government officials have their friends and family gotten rich just off of climate change? The push to go green. How rich did the medical industry get when the government stepped in? Why were big, big insurance companies for the government stepping in? Why? Why is Facebook now begging for regulation? I heard an ad today that was from paid for by Facebook that said, please tell the government we want regulation. Why? How rich did our universities get? Let me ask you this. Why did Biden kill the the XL Keystone Pipeline? The environment, right? He cares about the environment. Do you know that it is more dangerous to move all of this oil, which is going to be moved on the railroads? That's how it's going to be moved now instead of the oil pipeline. So if you cared about the environment, you would worry about the short term, the effects of oil spills on trains, not the pipeline. But there's something else that happened with that whole pipeline thing. Mm. Something else that Joe Biden talked about this fall and nobody really paid attention to. More in a second. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you one thing I've learned about men ever since being informed by my wife. It's that we're simple people. Darn right. She might have said simple-minded, but I take it a different way. We are clear thinking and simple thinking. We are, we're simple. We have simple desires like steak. Right, Pat? Yes. Could you eat steak three meals a day and for snacks? Every day. Every yes. day for Every the rest day. of your life. Mm-hmm. And you're not joking, are you? No, I'm not. I'm not either. I've could... almost done it before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it every day for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Women, they can't. Now, you want the perfect steak. You got to have great food. You have to have a great steak to start with. And then you need the perfect grill. When you put those two together, it is 
it's a match made in heaven. May I suggest Rectech. If you're looking for a new grill or smoker, man, Rectech is the best. Go to Rectech.com, R-E-C-T-E-Q, Rectech with a Q, dot com, and AB Compare. There's nothing in its category. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 Eastern, or anywhere you get your podcasts anytime you want. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We were talking about the public-private partnership that has really started in the 20th century with, with FDR, where he started to try to merge something that, that Benito Mussolini did, the Council of uh, Corporations. Uh, that's what you had in fascistic countries, is you had all of these corporations, they were oligarchs. They would become rich because they would get the permission to make all the products and do all the things. And if you weren't in favor, uh, well, you didn't get a business license to do things. This may sound crazy to you, but as I'm doing research yesterday, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola, which we told you about yesterday, was part of this big reset thing. Uh, and I am no longer going to use a Coke product to the best of my ability. They own so many things. But uh, I won't have Coke anymore. And it is my favorite. I love Coca-Cola. Never, ever again. They, Coca-Cola, in one of their uh, bottling companies, the European bottling arm of Coca-Cola, they've already adopted all of this stuff, all of the Great Reset. And they actually have a page that they say justifies their business license. It's all the things we do for the community. It's, it's, it's coming your way. And that's why these big corporations are doing what they're doing, because they know that all of these bad ideas, the government, uh, I mean, we don't trust the government anymore, right? Okay. We never have really thought government was competent, ever. It never is. But we did trust our, our jury system. Do you trust it anymore? Nope. You trust the FBI? Nope. Do you trust the media? Nope. Do you trust uh, giant corporations? Nike? Nope. Do you trust the banks? Nope. So now the idea is to take all of those and roll them into one. So the government will actually control the banks and the corporations in a public-private partnership. I mean, you're still free. You're still free. But you'll, you'll have to work with the government, and they'll have certain things that they are going to require. This is what's coming, and I can't ring this bell loudly enough. It's already here. Why, why did we cancel the pipeline, the, key, uh, the XL Keystone Pipeline? Why did we do that? Well, because of environment, right? Okay, maybe, maybe I can make an argument that rail travel for that amount of oil is really dangerous compared to the oil pipeline, and I'd win that argument. But maybe they say, well, we just don't want any kind of permanent infrastructure at all because we're going to get off that. Okay, maybe. Maybe, 
then why aren't you why are you holding up china as some great example because they're not was it for the environment or was it because or at least partially because warren buffett's railroad bnsf is going to be transporting all of that oil now that's quite a charge to make, but I would like to know, were you consulted about the Keystone Pipeline? If you were working on it, if you live in South Dakota, did Joe Biden talk to you about it? And I mean even just coming to your union, coming to your state and saying, look, I know this is huge for you, but I want to talk to you about it because we have a real, we're a real opportunity. Did he? Back in October, Joe Biden said to a group of investors, uh, I've got a I just got off the phone with Warren Buffett and uh, we were talking about how we're in a position, unlike we were 50, 70 or 80 years ago, to lead the whole damn world in a way that no one else can. Okay, so he talked to Warren Buffett about it, but I haven't heard that plan. Have you? What is that plan? If Warren Buffett likes it, okay, maybe, because, you know, Warren Buffett's good at stuff like this. I'd like to know that conversation, because Joe hasn't had that conversation with us. And I can damn well bet you Warren Buffett knew the XL pipeline was going to be canceled. But you didn't. I mean, he said he was going to do it. But did he talk to you about it? Because I know he talked to Warren Buffett. See, this is the kind of things that... You, you, this is why we don't trust anything. Billions of dollars are going to people and the oligarchy grows. So this is what Eisenhower was warning about. But then when LBJ came in, he doubled down on the Biff Casino. He doubled down on that future. He brought government private collusion to a whole new level. He included education, medical, and a whole bunch of other private sectors that were brought together with the government, all in the name of waging the war on poverty. Poverty hasn't changed. The war on poverty is the biggest $21 trillion boondoggle in the history of mankind. Now, they put all of this together. They've been trying to do public-private partnerships, which is fascism. We call it today an oligarchy. But when they originally started to propose it, it was fascism. So now this oligarchy is going. And if FDR, Wilson, and LBJ were the ones that really put this train on the track, the one to bring it into the station is Joe Biden. Now, Obama came, and I think he actually, well, I think Michelle is an actual ideologue. I'm not sure if Barack loves his Marxist ideas as much as he likes power and money. Because he got into office, and he was a radical. And he radically transformed America, but he didn't put, it, he didn't put the finishing polish on it. He didn't finish it. He didn't kick the door closed. That's going to be... Joe Biden that is doing that. He's doing that right now. Do you remember Michelle Obama? The reason why I say she was a, an ideologue, we've played this a million times, but I want you to listen to this. This is Michelle Obama in Puerto Rico. After she gave this speech, they took her off the campaign trail. Listen. Barack knows that we are going to have to make sacrifices 
We are going to have to change our conversation. Uh, we're going to have to change our traditions, our history. We're going to have to move into a different place uh, as a nation to provide the kind of future that we all want. I remember playing that for the first time in 07 and 08 and going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does anybody want that? And the fundamental transformation? We're going to have to change our conversation, our history, our tradition. And it really, it scared uh, the crap out of me because I knew she believed it. But I couldn't really imagine how that was going to happen. Well, look how our conversations have changed. For 50% of the country, we don't talk to the other 50%. Our conversations are not about principles anymore. They're all about policies. And look at the conversation. And let's just take let's just take the border wall. Bill Clinton built a border wall for crying out loud. Bernie Sanders used to be strict on border security. And now immigration, if you're not for blanket amnesty, no questions asked, open borders, you're a Nazi. That's a change in our conversation. Race relations, we went from all people are equal and judged by the content of their character, trying to move that forward every day, to now, if you're white, you're a racist. No questions asked, period, no way out, no redemption. The economy, let's, let's talk about that one. Is there really even a conversation between the Republicans and Democrats on printing money? No, they don't care. Have you heard anybody that's really serious talking about cutting taxes in the Republican Party? Really serious? I mean, a, a Calvin Coolidge, Ronald Reagan kind of talk. What about our traditions and our history? We have torn down the statues of Confederate soldiers in the South. At the same time, we've torn down statues of George Washington, Ben Franklin, Abraham Lincoln, we're being told that MLK was wrong by the elites as they do their best to erase him from history. Our traditions of baseball, basketball, football were destroyed over the summer over a fake controversy over something we all agreed on. All of us agreed priest police brutality is wrong and has to stop. We all agreed on that. And our traditions we're changed forever. Our faith is on the ropes. The idea, the basic American idea of blind justice has become social justice. The idea of innocent until proven guilty, that's over. That's over. Our tradition of the scientific method has all been but destroyed. I remember back in the day when Bush was president, there wasn't a question over who was a man and who was a woman. There were new arguments whether a biological male could use the women's bathroom or compete in female sports. Our traditions, our history, gone. When Trump, when he, when he tried to counter the 1619 Project, something the authors say is not based in fact... When he tried to counter it with facts from 1776 in the 1776 report, they came out of the woodwork to condemn it. Would that have happened in 2002? Not a chance. Would it have happened in 2008? Not a chance. 
They have changed everything. Everything. Conversations, history, traditions, thanksgiving. Is that the same? Everything was set to power on to a full government corporate oligarchy. Not what the anarchists want. So they'll have to be quelled at some point. Warning. Uh, Not what conservatives want. I don't think what most Democrats want. But that's what you're going to get. Come hell or high water. There's a new report out that is really quite remarkable. It is. Uh, it's from the uh, World Economic Forum, and it's their global report on the trust in the world, their trust barometer. It's it's quite amazing. Last year. Uh, no, two years ago, I did a show after talking internally to my staff for about six months. And I didn't know how to present it because it was enormous. It took it and it took an entire. How big is that chalkboard in the think tank? 20 feet, 30 feet. It took an entire chalkboard, 30 feet to write it down. And it was all the things that I said we need to keep an eye on because here's what's happening. And I did a show about uh, I think it's seven steps that we had to watch. And I said, I don't know what order they're coming in, but this is what's going to happen. And it's going to lead, and I didn't even understand it at the time, to a new world order. That new world order is called the Great Reset. I'm going to show you those seven things and the chalkboard that I did on it. And then I'm going to show you and can go over the World Economic Forum's chalkboard. Exactly the same thing. They just released theirs. But they have a plan. They can fix all those things. Um, because they're just going to develop a new world order, a, a great reset. That's coming up. My Patriot Supply, no matter what the future begins. Boy, did you hear Harry? Um, oh, what was his name uh, yesterday? Harry uh, Dent. Harry Dent was on. He's an uh, economic uh, advisor and economist and an author. Holy cow. He and a couple of other people that uh, are, you know, economic minded say that we are headed for the Great Reset uh, times 10. Uh, He was talking about the Great Depression as being something that we're not going to we're going to look back and go, oh, those days never come back. Um, It was frightening yesterday. Uh, If he's right, if he's right, uh, we are not prepared and you need to do everything you can do to keep your family safe and keep your family out of the clutches of a government. You do not want to be dependent on anybody you want to be a help to neighbors not dependent so whether it's something that big which i hope to god not but or a natural disaster the natural disasters happen all the time because you know global warming please check out my patriot supply their food storage stays fresh for 25 years in proper storage they're never you're never going to go hungry or stand in a government food line 
if you've gone to my patriot supply america's leader in emergency food storage secure a four-week three-month even a one-year emergency food kit 2,000 calories a day food storage you need before the emergency food kits uh, food kits ship in one to two days they arrive discreetly at your door don't wait now is the time to prepare for the future it's mypatriotsupply.com that's mypatriotsupply.com you are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah, this is the Glenn Beck Program. Glad you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I'm going to give you the uh, I'm going to give you the rest of the story on the uh, oligarchy and what is happening now, based on those seven things I said to watch for. Uh, they've happened. They've happened. And as I said, I didn't know what order they would happen in, and I didn't know how they would happen, but uh, they were the warning sign that I felt prompted uh, to write down. Uh, The warning sign of, okay, when it begins, these are your signs. And uh, I just warn you, things are gonna get harder before they get better. And you need to be aware of what's going on. It's vital that you stay in touch. You can find this whole show on blazetv.com slash Glenn tonight, this 8 o'clock. Glenn Beck program.